Hi, how are you? It's Aubrey from Be The Evidence Podcast. Susan Grace and I are so excited that you are here. You're joining in these conversations. We love having them and hearing from you. And Be The Evidence, you learn about consciousness, about astrology, about wellness practices, and we love doing it. So a couple of new things that are applicable for the month of April. We are doing dual readings where you can book Susan and I at the same time. And it's this beautiful blend of absolute magic. And it's magic from astrology charts and then information from your guides and downloaded messages and images and tarot draws that are really pertinent to where you are in your specific needs right now. If you're interested in having a dual reading with us, please go to the show notes or go ahead and email us at betheevidencepodcast at gmail.com. The show notes do contain all of the information though as well, along with additional links that you can check us out from. Another thing that we have just launched, which we are so stinking stoked about, is in bonus interviews. So these bonus interviews are with change makers. They are with intuitives. They are with people that are inspirational, that are walking, talking examples of what be the evidence truly means. And they are standing up for the world that they want to see in so many different ways. And it's really empowering and impactful to give them a listen. So if you're curious about these bonus episodes of the interview series, you can not only find it within the podcast. If you go back to episodes, you'll see bonus and it will be a podcast uh, interview, but you can also visually see us. We are on YouTube and Venmo and that's at Be The Evidence. So that's another way to access us. Beyond that, Susan and I have created the thriving and super supportive community of Be The Evidence Live. This community is amazing. It is filled with up-to-date, real-time astrological text messages to keep you aware of the energies as they shift, which is badass. Then you also get live calls, and if you can't make the live calls, you get recorded access to them. There, You get access to all of our goodies ahead of everybody else. You also can get presence practices and guided meditations that can help keep you centered. There is a private group that takes place that's full of really supportive people that are also walking this path of consciousness and becoming the evidence of the life that they would like to see in the world. So there's lots of ways that you can plug in and connect with Susan and I. No matter which way you reach out to us, know that we are deeply, deeply grateful for you. We're deeply grateful for the time that you are taking to listen into these conversations. We are deeply grateful for the way that you show up in the world. We are really grateful for the ways that you acknowledge your humanness and how you are willing to expand. Thank you. And now, without further ado, here's the podcast. So uh, last night, it was, I don't know, I tried to go to bed at a reasonable hour and then every hour seemed to tick by and I walked outside because my dogs were going absolutely crazy 
And I was like, what is happening? There could be a possum. Maybe there's a coyote. Maybe there's an intruder. And I walk outside and then they just stare at me like there's nothing going on in the yard, but they're looking up at the moon. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, you don't feel it too. It's so intense right now. Mm-hmm. So we're, <laughs> we're on approach to full moon in Libra. It's going to be at 29 degrees um, on Friday. And I, especially for the Be The Evidence uh, dot live members, every month I kind of warn people by text that that 29th degree is very dark. It's very intense because it's the beauty of Libra coming up to the, to the shadows of Scorpio. And that contrast is very potent. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to have a full moon there. So yeah, no doubt. I can start, I can feel it too. I feel like every, everybody be still, everybody get real still. And I think it's in it, as we were recording this on uh, Wednesday, the moon is opposing Mercury now out of Pisces, finally. Uh, but it's all, it's automatically conjuncting Chiron and Aries. And it's, it's, and I think it's an evaluation of giving and receiving of beauty and harmony and flow and where our strength and power makes sense to stick up for ourselves if we're being taken advantage of. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. Sometimes we're, we're doing Hulk no smash about things that are beautiful. Mm-hmm. And that's just gonna crank up to 29. <laughs> for all of you listening, I'm shaking my head. That's what's happening, <laughs> my head. Because it's such a, uh... I, I think my nature is that I don't like competing energies, right? Like I just, it unnerves me because it makes me feel like we are in limbo. I like being very fiery or being very watery. Even if I'm completely in emotions and overwhelmed by being emotions, I prefer to be one or the other. It's like, I don't like doing spring when it also feels like winter. I like the consistency of predictable, whatever, right? And this, like, this competing energy of how do you give and receive while, and be an allowance of that process of giving and receive, while also analyzing where you have done so or where you are not doing so and where you're putting walls up and resistance to giving and receiving. Like, I keep getting that sensation of being pulled back and forth on either side and feeling like, oh, I could just break straight down the middle and I don't know which side, right? Like, it feels like that kind of tension yep so uh, oppositions in astrology or in the energies of astrology can absolutely feel like you're in the middle of a tug of war like you're being pulled apart mm-hmm. that's not the intent the intent is try to force you into balance and libra is also about balance mm-hmm. so it's it, it's not it's not don't be strong and don't stand up for yourself and don't say anything if you're mad it's not that i mean sometimes we're not mad enough and sometimes you need to take up for yourself because things are out of balance in Libra of giving and receiving. But you can do both. You can be in favor of beauty and harmony and flow while also standing up really strong in your power and your strength. You can do both. Mm-hmm. That's a really difficult thing to try and, uh, and, for me at least, to try and convey to people is that you don't have to play it small in order to be loved. Mm-hmm. You don't. You, you're all of your strength and power. That's part of who you are. The people who are meant to love you want you, the all of you, turned up to 12. Mm-hmm. All of it. You still have to be responsible for the effect of your energy on the world around you and on other people. 
but you don't have to you don't have to put yourself contort yourself into a diminutive cage in order to be loved you don't there's just so much there because i think um that's been the storyline so for so long right that have twist and contort yourself in order to fit this role whether it is the role that you've deemed the story of your life on how to be loved or whether it is the role that you have seen other people in your family or other people in society do right or whatever you've read about it and this is how you've now applied it and made it your own and then how how much resistance there can be to defending to being in the defense of what i have to contort myself oh but i can't say these things oh but i have to be smaller or oh i have to fit this role i have to do these things right like and how much we defend that, like how it becomes an actual defense mechanism where we will attack another person, we will attack ourselves, all to maintain that storyline of, oh, I've got to play this role, right? And how that in itself creates the sensation of being in middle of tug of war of being in resistance to our true nature to returning to a state of actual love and if we're talking about love then we are talking about being in complete allowance and having people around us including ourselves being like that's what makes you you turn that up i love that right but that starts with us first and that's hard i, <laughs> I have a hard time with that about um that defensiveness because I I am I've just been by my own um, agreement I have been contorted and pushed down so much in my life now I voted for it I participated okay I'm not trying to play victim here right. but I've just been I've spent so much time being smashed down that now I'm like you're not gonna make me and it's and people around me are like I'm not making you do anything what, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm not trying to do anything to you. Like the, the, I think it, I think it probably boils down to holding your center and who you know yourself to be. But I get caught up in, you can't make me, you can't push me down, and 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 being so defensive about that. But also, it it is necessary to stand up for yourself in a world that wants you to be small. It is. There's validity in it. But if you go too far, you're gonna start pushing back against innocent people. Yeah, it's the pendulum swing, right? Like it, it's the pendulum swings and we go, oh, I'm not gonna do that anymore. Fuck you, you're not gonna make me small. I'm gonna be overreactive. And then people go, uh, I was just trying to like hear your story. I don't know what is going on here, right? <laughs> <laughs> not sure why you're, <laughs> talking to me and treating me like that I'm, la I'm laughing because it's true and people go i don't know what's going on here <laughs> no they, they have no clue like and i can say this because i do the same damn thing where i'm like oh, i'll show you nobody's gonna put me back in that box like and there was no box like <laughs> my reaction to it it's all like i mean this is just, it's just such a lesson in balance right of how do we find balance of letting go of that old storyline of have i been suppressed have i participated in my own suppression have i participated in my own stories that have kept me small and suffering yes 
I have. Do I want to do that again? No, I do not. So how do I find balance of playing offense and defense, but without sit, sitting in one or the other all the time, right? I, I mean, you know, we've been doing this a long time. It's, it's, it's about your relationship with yourself first. Yep. Do you forgive yourself? Do you understand yourself? Do you support yourself? Do you show up for yourself? Are you accepting of who you are? And if, when, you, when you repair your relationship with yourself, in my experience and watching other people do it too, then you just kind of hold your own. You hold your own energy and sovereignty and see who's still standing. Mm -hmm. Because when you show your true self, if people have known you to be the false self that you've created to make other people happy, when you start to be your true self and you don't do that anymore, they may not know you. They may not like you. They may not resonate with you or vibe with you. They might go, I think I need to move on. And you can go, okay. It's kind of on me to create a false self and to convince you I was somebody I'm not. Yeah. My bad. And let them, and let them move on. Let them move on. Let you move on. Let yeah. you move on to something that's more resonant with you. And then yeah. the, people, the people who are close to you are close to the true you. That space in between of letting people fall away and remaining open for more people to come closer, it's a very quiet spot. Some oh, people can't stand it. Because it's, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> it's so quiet that you can hear the dust move across your floors. It's so quiet that you literally feel like you are screaming into the void and that there is not a damn soul that hears anything that you are going through or even cares to recognize it. Like it is incredibly isolating. And of course, what do we do with that? Of like that, um, that piece of isolation and fear um, and quietness. And the natural tendency is to be like, oh, well, I'm alone, I'm lonely. And then we get scared because who wants to be lonely? Our human nature is to be connected, right? And what, I mean, like this teaching is just one of those teachings that I'm like, oh, it's, that is a sour liquid to swallow. I'm reading a book right now that's about how to love, right? How to love in general, like the, a healthy sacred love and how it comes back to you as source. The source of all sacred love begins and ends with you. And that means even in those places where we're really acutely uncomfortable, and it's really quiet and isolated that we recognize we are never alone because I've got you. Like my source is my center of love and that begins and ends with me day in and day out. So I have a, <clears throat> I have like a, an ancient issue with facing myself. Mm -hmm. It's been going on for a real long time and I'm finding it necessary to evaluate why. And I don't think that this is just me. Mm -hmm. Why is it so difficult to face yourself? Why is it so difficult to sit in, in your own solitary energy? Why? Why is that? I mean, is there shame in there? Is there regret? Yeah, I think all of the above, right? I think this goes back to like, you and I talk about this within the Be The Evidence.live. Um, and we've got a couple of guided meditations that are doing dealing with inner child work and i think it becomes really difficult to sit with 
with yourself because how many times growing up and even being a young adult and even an adult woman did I've participated in things that I don't want to ever talk about again. I want them to have died and not be a part of my storyline, right? And when we have to get real quiet with ourselves and we go, oh, not only is that story up, all of the shadows and all of the thinking and all of the projections that go along with that part of my story is now free to come up. It can be real scary. I mean, you, it can be real terrifying of like, can I ever put that box back under the bed? Am I going to be stuck like this forever? And then the amount of, I think, because we are coming out of a society where we have been taught and told repeatedly, you must be this way. You must act this way. You must do these things in order to be a value of service. When we recognize that parts of our stories don't fit within that structure, there's such shame and such guilt and deep, deep sadness of like, but I've been told that that's how I connect. I've been told that that's how I'm of importance. And when my storyline does not fit that, it feels really freaking vulnerable and raw. It's just so mean. It's so mean that we don't allow for our humanness. Mercury is at Chiron right now in Aries. And Chiron and Aries, in my opinion, is about <clears throat> healing how we've hurt ourselves and each other. And my warning to people when they're dealing with that is do not let yourself fall into shame mm -hmm. because that's not going to get you anywhere. Shame is not going to heal it. Right. And, and so, and so what do you do with it? And, and I, th and I think, and I don't know yet because that Chiron hasn't gotten to my Chiron yet. It's going to be a few years. Um, I think it's forgiving the process of being human where we have to discover what we're not before we know who we are. Mm -hmm. Like I am definitely, oh, I started to say definitely and stopped myself. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I am definitely no longer a self-harmer. And then, and then I'm like, is that true? Uh -huh. Is that true? Is it all the way done? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Allow, allowing yourself to be like, I, I have some real humanness going on with me. It's okay. It's okay. It's part of discovering who you are is discovering who you're not. It's so true. And I think in that, in the piece of discovering your humanness, at least this is the experience that I'm sitting with. The more willing you are to say, I am struggling. I feel like I might be drowning right now. I am having trouble keeping it all afloat. I am dismantling storylines that I've always lived by. I'm overanalyzing ways that I have kept myself from receiving the propensity and the beauty and the expansiveness of life. The more I'm willing to say those things, to sit with those stories that come up along with those, to feel the depths of those emotions, all of a sudden it's real clear of who has my back and who actually supports me in that work, right? It becomes one, it becomes really freaking quiet because you're doing major, major work. Like you are really engaged in the birthing of human consciousness in a way that we don't, we have not collectively done for a long time, if ever, right? And you're <laughs> retraining yourself to recognize that 
you are a human and you are having a human experience and that requires vulnerability and the people that can house that, that can hear that, that can witness you, they're like salve on a deep wound. I mean, for real. Yeah. For real. I mean, I, I, I think it's, it's important to, in your vulnerability, to have a whole lot of gratitude yeah. for the people who don't hurt you when you're vulnerable and exposed, who care for you, who appreciate you. It's so important to remember that the North Node is in Cancer. It's really important. Mm -hmm. That means South Node is in Capricorn and Pluto and Saturn are at it. And we've talked about this over and over and we're gonna keep talking about it because it's just gonna keep cranking up. There's a whole lot of teardown and collapse and dismantling happening to the point where we're like, oh God, I can't hold on to anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can. You can hold on to yourself. Mm -hmm. You can hold on to care. You can hold on to your brave vulnerability in being human. That's where we have to go. We have to go into the North Node. That's the definition of the North Node. This is where you should be. You should not be at the South Node. So when people are diving headfirst into what's collapsing, going, let's roll around in this, that's not where you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Go in the other direction. I, for years, I've been talking to people who have um, sun, moon, rising, and Capricorn, includes you, Aubrey, that when these collapse things start happening, it's going to be up to you guys whenever people want to run back into the falling building to go, no, you're not supposed to be in here. Go that way. It's real. I've been getting a teaching. I mean, you know this personally, but I've been getting a teaching very up close and personal about all of this lately. Um, and about how much willingness and softness um, and allowance it takes to be willing to be like, fuck, it is all collapsing around me and I do not legitimately know I make it to the other side. I legitimately do not know that anything is going to float. I don't know. And so how do I meet myself there? And recognizing that, like, it's just this beautiful teaching to me of like, we can talk all day long about like changing your lifestyle, right? Like that one sip of water is better than that one sip of Coke or breathing in a deep air for a deep breath for one minute is better than not do, having shallow breaths for the whole entire day. We can do that over and over again. And those are all valuable things. Eating the salad over the cheeseburger. Fantastic. They're val super valuable. But that willingness to be with yourself every single second and be like, I don't know that I'm going to make it. And okay. Okay. What do you need to do? Do you need to go right for five minutes? Do you just need to say, like I've been throwing up talks with my guides left and right of like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. So I need your help, please, because I don't know what else to do. And if that's all you can do is say silent, show me, please show me. Then that is a step closer to returning to that self-care, that cancer, right? Like a, a being in that North node of, how willing are you to sit with yourselves in your, even when it seems like the darkness and that tension is so great that you don't know how you get through it? I've been feeling myself do that a lot lately when instead of 
<clears throat> diving into, well, this isn't working. Well, this isn't working. Well, this isn't working. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back up. You all right? Yeah. Like really being with myself and going, it's okay. All right? It's okay. Being really kind to yourself. Loving yourself in the not knowing. Mm-hmm. Loving yourself in the, well, fuck, I thought this was going to last and it's clearly not. Everything's falling. Wow. And still be okay. That resistance is suffering. When we go, no, 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 yeah, it's falling. The collapse is bigger than you. It's going to happen whether you participate or not. And the collapse is also happening internally. I was talking to my friend the other day and she was like, uh, did you just hear how you talked about yourself? Did you hear what came out of your mouth? And I'm like, oh yeah, I, I know the collapse is happening in the collective, but the collapse of suffering of how I've participated in speaking about myself, about my beliefs on how I have to push through, I have to show, I have to be superwoman, I have to do it all, and if I don't, I'm unworthy, right? Like that collapse is also happening internally as we're also witnessing it externally. And how much, there's just such a deep offering there of like, okay, and how do you take a breath there? How do you stop and go, hey, I just saw a lot of fear come up and what's happening collectively in, in, in society. And I just heard a lot of resistance and defensiveness about how I'm personally responding. Hold on. Can we reframe that for a second? Can we change that storyline for just a, a moment? Even if you don't, even if you go, I don't know how the hell this is even going to take place. Can we reframe for just one second? But we talk about sometimes about learning to be a mother to yourself, which is hard to access for people who don't have the greatest mother in the world. But maybe it's easy to access it if you were to treat yourself like you would your own child. Mm-hmm. If my son were freaking out going, I don't know what to do. I'd be like, Ooh, okay, tell me what's up. Figure it out. It's all right. I, I wouldn't participate in making him more scared. Right. We would I- figure it out. You, go, you would figure it out and you calm them down. I once had a teacher that was like, uh, it doesn't matter how you mother, whether it is you love to take care of your plants, whether you love to take care of your animals, whether you have a child, whether you want to caretake how cl- the order of your dishes. I don't give a shit. Whatever you like to do that makes you feel like, oh, I am participating in nurturing that is the place to step into. How would I present myself to these dishes, to this dog, to this plant, to this child, to myself? Right. The things that you care about most, no matter what it is, the order of the dishes, fine. It's okay. Sure. The way that you vacuum, whatever. Right. The, way that, the way that you like pick up trash whenever you're going for a walk. Sure. Okay. Right. How can you apply that to yourself? If you were to approach yourself and you saw yourself in high anxiety being really mean to yourself and spinning out because you don't have control over everything, wouldn't you be like, whoa, you're all right? Come on now. Wouldn't you be really kind? Yeah. And this is like the, the, the analysis, right, of the giving and the receiving. How are we willing to give and receive to ourselves? Because this is the mirror that we participate in over and over and over again. And, and here we have the full moon. <laughs> eliminating it you know yeah i i I, we'll see we'll see more we're going to talk about the the live the live call on friday for the members at be the evidence.live 
we're going to talk about the full moon and the energy of the full moon. So we'll see more when we actually get into it. Right. But I think that we're going to find ourselves evaluating how mean we are to ourselves. And how willing, hopefully, we can be to drop that storyline. Stop. Stop mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. 